Welcome back to DDIY. As many of you have watched the news lately, you've seen the devastation in Waverly, Tennessee. In Waverly, Tennessee, we, we know now that uh, the storms that brought 17 inches of rain in less than a 24-hour period um, caused flooding. Um, at least 22 people have died and many more are missing. And so it, it will be a major disaster and it will take a long time to clean up. But the brothers and sisters in Christ in Waverly are stepping up and God's doing a great work among the churches and among the people that uh, don't see denomination right now. They just see others that are hurting and they're just jumping in to help one another. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, a friend named Pastor Darren Brown, who's in Waverly, Tennessee at the Waverly Church of the Nazarene. Uh, the building has been destroyed and uh, they're, they're not sure exactly what to do for a building in the future, but they'll figure all that out. Darren and his wife, Katie, have been at Waverly Church of the Nazarene for 20 years. Uh, their three children are there with them, and um, I'm so proud to introduce you. After this little musical interlude, I'll introduce you to my friend, Pastor Darren Brown. Uh, you will love his spirit. His voice is uh, very, very weak today. I noticed what I called him that he's been working really hard. So at the end of the podcast, there is a time that we pray for the people of Waverly. Don't turn off the podcast after the interview, please. Um, anytime you listen to this, take a moment, get on your knees, get quiet, and join in this prayer for the people of Waverly. Don't do it yourself. You are made for community. And in a moment, you'll meet my friend Darren Brown. Welcome back to DDIY. Don't do it yourself. You are made for community, community with God and community with others. You've met a lot of people in my community on this podcast over the last couple months. And I have a friend that you've not met yet, but you need to meet him. And his name is Pastor Darren Brown. He's pastor of the Church of the Nazarene in Waverly, Tennessee. And Pastor Darren, when I, when I thought about introducing you today, one of the things I thought was I should introduce you as a man who his church has been destroyed. But I thought that's really that really be a dumb thing to say because the church has not been destroyed. Your building's been destroyed. Is that right? That's true. Our facilities have taken a major hit, just like the rest of our community. Uh, but the church has been activated uh, once again to a new level of mission. Mm. And uh, and I'm so grateful for the way that the church has responded and and continues to respond and, and not just the church uh in Waverly but the church beyond Waverly who has mm. prayed and supported and uh and and just been with us in so many ways nice now you I want you to tell your story I've heard second and third hand your story from what happened to you guys on Saturday tell you know yeah. we all know that in, in Waverly Tennessee 17 inches of rain fell in how many hours oh less than 24 hours um it was yeah, quarter of our annual rainfall in a, in a short time. So yeah, and so the story is has been killed um, and many missing. Am I right? That's true. Um, I, I've heard uh, conflicting accounts. I've heard as many as twenty seven and a number missing, and that that they have a number of uh, unidentified bodies. Uh, oh. In addition to that, twenty seven in the hospital as well. Tell, so, tell your story. Um, tell what happened. Sure. So the first thing you need to know is that Waverly sits down in a bowl. Uh, there, there are rivers around it. Our county is named the Land of Three Rivers. And mm -hmm. so Waverly sits down in a low-lying area with a creek system. 
And our church is the church building is on the east end of town uh, with a creek running behind it. Um, we have been flooded a few times in the last few years. For those who live in the greater Nashville area, remember the flood of 2010, which we thought yeah. was the biggest thing that could happen to us. Um, and uh, it's happened a few other times since, but this time was a scale like none other. Uh, this was truly a flash flood uh, in the sense that it came up. It rose in a flash. Uh, other times we'd have more warning, more prep time. Mm -hmm. So uh, a few of us were able to get to the church and we have a drill that we do. We, we, we barricade doors. We take the most important things to higher ground. Uh, we have a lower level basement and we have an upper level sanctuary. So mm -hmm. we carry things up from our offices uh, upstairs. And, but this time we didn't have time. Uh, water started coming over the barriers uh, into the into the building and we knew we had to leave mm. about about you know 10 or 12 15 people got out and that was great and um, I went back because I knew that the last thing that needed to happen was to flip the main breaker so I ran down to the breaker and flipped it and came back to the front doors of the church and by the time I got back to the front doors the water was rising at such a fast pace my, my two teenage boys were with me and they were getting into the car because I told them to. Mm -hmm. And I saw the water coming up the tires and I just yelled at the boys to come back um, that we weren't even going to attempt it. And so six of us in all, myself and my executive pastor, my two teenage boys and a couple of my great lay people uh, were left there uh, in the building and it filled up the bottom level, destroyed our children's building. And uh, it, it came up the front steps of the main building and was coming through the front doors. And so we prayed and um, uh, we, 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 we snacked on communion. <laughs> we have little packs that we give to kids during worship with goldfish crackers yeah. in them. And yeah. we ate goldfish and we just did the best we could with, wow. you know, the circumstances we had. We, we prayed and we waited things out and uh, we were, we were together uh, for that period of time. And it was a, a really a, a harrowing experience for all six of us. Um, the water uh, after a few hours uh, began to recede and go down and it was safe enough. And, and, and by, by this time, bef before the water receded, it, we watched our cars float away. Wow. And we watched a number of other things. As we're, as we're looking out the front doors of the church, we see things, you know, couches, refrigerators, um, wow. you know, sheds, structures, four-wheelers, just floating by us. Um, and, uh, and, and it was, you know, just, just unlike anything I've ever witnessed. Uh, we saw hel rescue, rescue helicopters going and getting people. Uh, thankfully, you know, since we were on the upper level of a building, we had a higher place to go, but some people mm -hmm. were in their attics and on their roofs mm -hmm. and helicopters were coming down and getting people on their attics and roofs and taking them uh, to safety. And eventually it did recede and we were able to, to walk out and walk down the road. And it was about that time that my wife drove down and she was clear to get there and so she she picked us up and and so we were grateful for that and then you know after the just the horrifying event that was and learning about the fatalities and the ongoing count um the the church has really been in in a mode in which we try to recover our facilities ourselves and do what we can mm -hmm. and at the same time be here for our community and uh, mm -hmm. so that's but when the last few days have been about 
I noticed that on Sunday morning, y'all met at eight o'clock and then you dispersed to go work. Yeah. Um, I, I saw that and I thought, man, that's a church that's strong. That was, you know, that was on a strong foundation because yeah. the rains rose up against it and y'all met and prayed and then you got busy, didn't you? We did, you know, instead of having church, we were the church, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, uh, we prayed and talked a little bit and, uh, made a plan and uh, just, just rolled our sleeves up. And, you know, this, this church really is a faithful, missional, giving, serving group mm-hmm. of people. And, uh, you know, we were stunned, but at the same time, we knew what it means to kick into servant mode. And yeah. uh, so we were doing, we began the work of, of doing what needed to be done. You guys uh, didn't have a, you have a reputation anyway for being a church without walls. Um, you, you know, I, I get letters in the mail of, of, you know, we prayed for you tonight and it's from the Waverly church of the Nazarene. Um, not many churches see themselves outward focused. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's a tribute to your leadership, but man, God has blessed you with a church that looks outwardly already. Uh, and so this kind of devastation doesn't kill a church when they are already, they know who they are and why they exist. Am I right? That is so true. And, and really, in my mind, there's really no other way to be the church because, you know, in Acts chapter two, the spirit came upon those believers and immediately they were thrust into the streets uh, to, to about, you know, good newsing the world. And, and that's really it's it's who we should be and who we do our best uh, by God's grace to be. That's wonderful. Now, you, I, I've heard from a couple of your staff members that even. One of your staff members, the people behind them or in front of them, two of them drowned. I mean, they y'all have had so much loss and, and some of your staff members lost their homes. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So we have five pastors and two of the five lost uh, their homes and all of the contents of their homes. And the water came up. It, it was very threatening to them up to their shoulders, uh, shoulder level in their homes. And so they are, you know, in, in major personal recovery mode themselves. Wow. Now, the, the good news and the bad news for you is that you exist in the, the volunteer state. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's the good news. But but sometimes I say we're the we're the two week volunteer state. Yeah, because when there's devastation, man, we we are on it. Like, yeah, you know, th- there's nothing like living in Tennessee when you've had a tornado or a flood because everybody shows up with their pickup trucks and they've got chainsaws. Um, man, there's. It's amazing, but sometimes we're not as good long-term. Tell mm. us, how can we give? Who do we give to? Um, you know, I want, I want a Waverly Strong shirt when I come working down there. I'm sure you got them so far. Um, uh, who who yeah. do we give to? What are the short-term needs? What are the long-term yeah. needs? How do, we, how do we do that with you guys? Yeah. I really appreciate that question, and I'm grateful for everyone who's reached out to me. And within the state and beyond the state, I've had uh, a lot of people reach out. Um, So some of the facts on the ground right now are simply that because this is still an active search and rescue mission, there are um, um, there are either rangers or state troopers or SWAT team or, uh, members who are at the edges of town screening traffic, and because they're because they're still searching for bodies, they're they're not letting many people through. Uh, only essential 
personnel. And so it's really hard to get people here. Some people do get through with supplies and, uh, and, and if they know that they're coming to work, but they're really, they're really diligent about screening who comes through. And that, that's one kind of a barrier. Um, we, our community has lost, people have lost everything. So people think the clothing, toiletries, Bottled water, we're under a boil alert because the water's not safe to drink, so yeah. uh, bottled water is important. But the thing is that our church is not um, suited right now because of the shape that our, our facilities are in to house or distribute them. And so I know that First Baptist Church in Waverly, which is just down Main Street from us, and they, they weren't affected by the flood. Okay. Uh, they're they're more toward the west end uh then uh they they've been a great receiving and distribution center for those things and and if people want to take things directly there and if they want to stop by uh the church where we are and and give us a hug and and shake our hand on the way to to take the things there then that would be much appreciated i know that our district superintendent is leading an effort to help replace our pastor's libraries Mm. Um, because all of them were on lower level and all of them got completely destroyed. And I know a lot of people think, well, the, just books, you know, is that such a big deal? But I know that as, as a pastor, Alan, you know uh, the value of a library to a pastor. And so five pastors lost everything in terms of our libraries. And so I appreciate that effort going on. And, and I think the Mid-South District, uh, um, I believe the website probably has a link for that. But then beyond that, our church website is wcntn.com. That's it, the, the initials of Waverly Church of the Nazarene, Tennessee, wcntn.com. And there's a there's a, a multiple giving options, and there's a flood relief option. And so... That's that's for our church and for our community, and a number of people have already given toward that, and we're so grateful for it. We are past the point of having teams come to our building mm. to uh, work because um, we've we've gutted. We've got one of our buildings is just taped off, roped off, blocked off. There's no going in. It's it's structurally compromised. Mm. The other building has been gutted, and we're just letting it air out and get it clean and dry before we can begin to put things back together. And when we do, we're going to do we're going to put things back together minimally, yeah. at, at very little cost, because that's just short term to get us back in, mm-hmm. uh, and then long term is to rebuild on some higher ground. So that's yeah. the that's the thinking. This Sunday we're going to be worshiping in the local movie theater, mm-hmm. and so we'll do that at eleven o'clock, and then. By the following Sunday, hopefully the building will be dry enough for us to get back in and uh, and just, just be able to have worship. Uh, people, groups will meet in homes and that sort of thing. And uh, so that's that's uh, kind of a little bit of where we're at. I know there's a lot of us that would come even on a Sunday morning and help you set up for Sunday. At, you know, if, if you're going to be at a YMCA or something and you need set up for the children's ministry, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of us that say, all right, you know, we if we know what time to come, how can we look? I mean, how can we look on your website? Can you put a, a, a note for us that says, all right, if you want to help out, you know, be at the movie theater, this theater at nine o'clock and set us up in the morning. Um, can we have that kind of information on your website or is that just impossible to do? 
Well, it is possible to, to put that up. I think the plan for the movie theater for this week is to have everyone in there, kids included, and to incorporate this and let it be a family worship time for this very special, very unique Sunday that we have. The the, the thinking is that we, we just want to be together. So uh, that's that's kind of the, the what we're what we're looking at. Man, I'm, I'm so proud of you and what God has done. Uh, not, you know, before this, we have we have watched you go through floods before and you're. You're so yeah. positive and, you know, God always teaches you through these trials something. And I know I talked to another pastor today that said, I think Pastor Darren walks on water, literally. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> you, you do. Tell me, what is God teaching you and what verses or is there something y'all, that y'all as a church really hold on to during these times that that helps you? It's hard for us not to hang on to Isaiah 43 mm. that has language like, um, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. Mm. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. Mm. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Um, um, the, the, the beautiful language that is there. Um, uh, this is what the Lord says in verse 16. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters. Um, and just, just, erupts in praise to God for who he is and bringing his people uh, through the water and his, his faithful presence, the God who says, I will be with you when the chaotic waters escape their bounds um, and to know that he is present in the midst of um, the worst of circumstances. Um, those are some words to hang on to. Wow. Well, we're, we're just going to be watching um, long term. Know that we will not forget you long term when the uh, when FEMA goes away and everything else goes away and y'all are stuck with, OK, what do we do next? Um, you know, many of us are, are going to be saying, all right, now's the time for your brothers and sisters to really be jumping in because, yep. you know, the, the help goes away and it goes away quicker than you think sometimes. Right. Right. That's true. That's true. Can I, uh, can I pray a prayer for your church, for the people of Waverly. And I'm going to ask that anyone that's listening to my recording, uh, whenever you listen to it, if you'll take a moment and get on your knees and um, let's pray for this, uh, this church, for these staff members, that God's going to use this in a community to bring people to Christ. Um, mm. Pastor Darren, I have to tell you that I've, I've been listening to you and thinking, I'm, I'm a little jealous of that experience y'all are going to have this week in the movie theater as a family. <laughs> I mean, yes. God's going to pour himself out. And I'm thinking, how do I get there? You know that? <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to see you, <laughs> I'm sitting here dry as I can be and as happy as I can yeah. be and wanting, you know, I have a feeling we're yeah. going to have a hunger for what God's going to do in you guys this weekend. So let me, uh, let me pray for you. I'm outside with the cicadas and they're just all going to join in here. Let's pray together. All right. Father, I'm so thankful for the Waverly Church of the Nazarene. I'm thankful for the uh, First Baptist right down the road. I'm thankful for all the churches that surround them, for the Christians that have come together. I'm thankful, Father, that in Waverly there's a good work happening. Yet we pray, Father, right now for the first responders, um, those who are helping, those who are searching, um, protect them, watch over them, give them strength. Father, I pray that you will help us to provide food and water that there will be an overabundance of provision over the next couple of weeks. I pray, Father, that as this church decides where to rebuild, that you'll guide them. I pray as I listen to Pastor Darren's voice, his voice is gone. 
And I know that he has um, hundreds of emails. Father, he needs a strength from you. His staff needs a strength from mm-hmm. you. And the Waverly Church needs a strength that only comes from you. We yes. pray, Father, that during this time, that people will come to know the mighty, powerful, saving name mm-hmm. of Jesus. Amen. Know in church that um, only the building was destroyed. Yet, Father, yeah. there is tremendous devastation and hurting. And we pray, dear Lord, that you will watch over and help them through this time. And as we yes. just heard, as they go through the waters, Father, no matter what happens, the greatest presence is that you're with them. You're with all yes. of us. We thank you for that gift. It's in Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. 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 Pastor Darren, thank you're you, an inspiration to all of us, brother. You've been there 20 years. Am I right in the same church? I have. I just, yeah, I'm, I've just passed the 20-year mark, so I'm into my 21st year. And I'm grateful that the Lord has kept me here and the people have, have put up with me this long. You know, I've been here 24, and, and there's there's a richness that comes right after about 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. There's yeah. there's a richness you don't get when you start over anywhere else, and, and we're living in that richness, aren't we? We are. We are. Uh, I wouldn't. I can't even begin to comprehend what it would look like to start anywhere else at this point. <laughs> uh, if the Lord has me do it, I will. But um, yeah. but I'm grateful for for the beautiful bond that we have. Yeah, we go where we're called. God bless you, brother. Thank you, Pastor Allen. God bless you. See you later. This has been Pastor Allen Clark with my buddy, Pastor Darren Brown, down in Waverly, Tennessee. And um, remember, this is Don't Do It Yourself, DDIY. Um, they're a church that knows that, that they were built for community, and they're working in their community, and they're doing amazing things in their community. And uh, pray for these brothers and sisters of ours in Waverly. They have been devastated as a community. I can't imagine the destruction there. And um, let's remember to bring our items, water, food, all those things. Let's bring them down to First Baptist and and load them up and then go on to the uh, website for the Church of the Nazarene and Waverly. And let's give as liberally as we can. God bless you and have a wonderful day out there. Don't do it yourself. You were made for community.